Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 2, looking at verses 25 through 28, read from the New Living Translation. Peter continues his witness to Jesus' Messiahship by quoting from the book of Psalms. He's uh, quoting Psalm number 16, verses 8 through 11 in this section. And these, uh, this scripture was written by King David. He explained, and he will explain later in the reading, that David was not writing about himself because David had died and was buried. His audience would have walked right past David's tomb many times on their pilgrimages to Jerusalem. And that's according to Life Application Study Bible. Let's listen to Acts chapter 2, verses 25 through 28, read from the New Living Translation. King David said this about him, I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right here beside me. No wonder my heart is glad, and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life, and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. Again, this is Acts chapter 2, verses 25 through 28, read from the New Living uh, Translation. I would be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. Y'all be blessed. That again was Acts chapter 2, verses 25 through 28, read from the New Living Translation. Peter is still speaking, and now he's quoting from uh, King David. Peter recognized that though the psalm, uh, this psalm, spoke of David, it spoke of someone greater than David, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ. Peter understands David's trust in Yahweh to be uh, rooted in his belief that God will ultimately overcome death through the Messiah. Jesus may have taught Peter and his disciples this when he instructed them in the scriptures. And that's found in Luke chapter 24, verses 44 and 45. And then he's called the Holy One, your Holy One. Jesus bore the full wrath of God on the cross as if he were a guilty sinner, guilty of all of our sins, even being made sin for us. 
and that's uh, how it's worded in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. Yet that work was an act of holy, giving love for us, so that Jesus himself did not become a sinner, even though he bore the full guilt of our sin. And we thank God for his sacrificial death for his resurrection, for his ascension, because that is the gospel message. The gospel, the, this is the gospel message, that Jesus took our punishment for sin on the cross and remained a perfect Savior through the whole ordeal. And he proved this by his resurrection and his ascension. Apart from the resurrection, we would have no proof that Jesus successfully, perfectly paid for our sins. And remember, in the beginning of Acts, it tells us how many witnesses there were. So there were eyewitnesses to uh, not just the crucifixion, but to seeing him uh, alive bodily, not like a ghost or anything, not like a spirit. Uh, Thomas wanted to touch him to be sure. You know, I'm not going to believe until I, you know, touch the, the, uh, the piercings. Let me continue. And it goes, David goes on to say, and Peter is sharing this, Nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. Because Jesus bore our sin without becoming a sinner, He remained the Holy One, even in His death. Since it is un incomprehensible, that God's Holy One should be bound by death, the resurrection was absolutely inevitable. And we know that in the last days, that's what we're looking for. The idea of a resurrection from death is where Peter finds the ultimate significance of David's work, uh, words. Jesus is given this, uh, the title of Holy One by his apostles, and that's found in John chapter 6, verse 69. And even by the demons, when they recognized his true identity, and that's in Luke chapter 4, verse 34. Instead of being punished for his glorious work on the cross, Jesus was rewarded as prophetically described in the psalm. You, may, you have uh, made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Christ's sacrificial death on the cross. We thank you for his um, burial, resurrection, ascension, because that is the plan of salvation. And all of it was in your plan. Christ was your and is God's Holy One, sanctified and set apart to do your service in the work of redemption. And Father, we know he had to die because that was your plan. He had to be consecrated by his own blood as a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice and that he could see no corruption, for his death was unto you as a sweet-smelling savor, savor. We thank you for that picture. We thank you for the picture that he had to uh, be 
uh, raised from the dead within three days because uh, Levitical law says uh, you know you couldn't um, at no part of uh, the sacrifice could be kept longer than three days for fear it should see corruption and there is no corruption in Christ and we thank you for that nor uh, would he um, said uh, be come rotten so we didn't we thank you father that he didn't stay in the grave no longer than three days he rose on that third day morning we thank you for that father we're praying for those who need you in a special way and thanking you in advance for answered prayer amen thank you for spending time in god's word with me be blessed Thank you.